Yo, what's poppin'? It's the Hyphen, and welcome back to another episode of the Doubt Me Podcast. Today's special guest is a super dope MC that I recently got in contact with, came across his music, thanks to the homie Vic, Lakeshore, and uh, he sent me Echo's music, and I checked it out, I was like, yo, this dude's dope. He's like, yeah, man, he's into skating, all this stuff. He's like, he'd be a dope addition to Barracks Gaming. And I'm like, hell yeah. So I was like, yo, man, come through, let's do a Doubt Me Podcast and a Barracks Gaming. So today's special guest, I already said his name, super dope MC, Echo. What's yo, poppin', yo, bro? what's good, dude? Thanks for hell having yeah, me. yeah, man. I'm Thanks for coming stoked. through. Dude, You live always. in Vegas? Yeah. How, uh, so have you ever lived in LA or no? No. I mean, I have for small, I mean, what you consider living, I guess, for a small, like, you know, a month here. So I stayed out there. here for a bit? Yeah. yeah. But you, did you grow up in Vegas? or? Yeah, I grew up in Vegas. Okay. So and I don't have any, like, deep roots out in LA gotcha, or gotcha. Cali, you know. Yeah, but you, you, you're out here, because right now we're based in LA. Yeah. You're out here, you've been here for about a week already? Yeah, I mean, I'm out here once a month at least. It's but, so close to Vegas, you know what yeah, I mean? And there's so much that can be done here that can't be done where I'm from, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out here all the time. Yeah. Vegas is, uh, resources wise is definitely way more limited. Yeah. And character wise for a lot of stuff. Like if I do visuals, chances are I'm doing them in LA because there's not a lot of character in Vegas for the most part. It it all looks like Vegas Yeah, (laughs) or just looks like some desert landscape shit. You know, that's crazy. It's like almost like an oasis, right? Cause it's like desert everywhere. And then you have like that big crazy popping city, but it's like, it is just, several blocks really yeah it, it's not vegas is really small i mean i love Vegas. i love yeah. being from vegas i love living there i love everything about it but if you're trying to make some there's just certain shit that's out in l.a yeah, LA. yeah, yeah. You know I, mean, I mean that's across the world like that's why people come here yeah. so much but yeah i mean i, I like vegas i've performed in vegas many times where uh, at? uh psh, bro i don't even remember downtown I, all over okay like it, i've done a bunch of shows out in vegas various okay. places some of them were in venues some of them were in skate shops like dope, dope. like just on some indie like underground hip-hop shows we don't have a lot of skate shops left dude I, we don't have any yeah you know what the ones that i used to perform at there because there are a couple that i would go to frequently um they i think that, yeah they're not around anymore i think we have we have pharmacy shout out pharmacy i'm pretty sure that's it Damn. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I don't. It's been a while. It's back in the but, day. We used to have like subskates was the shit. We had a couple of those, and those were always popping, and a couple other spots. But that shit just they just dried up. And you, you have skateboarding roots. Like you've been having skateboarding yeah. in your life for a while. Yeah, I was skating before I did mu- before music was yeah. a thing. Way before. You know what I mean? What? Uh, how old were you when you started skating? And like, how old are you right now? You don't want Thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah. Oh, we're like the same age. Yeah, okay. yeah, same age. I started at 12. You started at 12. Yeah. Skateboarding, you said, yep. right? So what then, was the first skate video you had? First skate video? Say it on three. Oh, man. Okay. The first one that I... Okay. My, my neighbor introduced me to to like skate videos. Uh-huh. And, and I think he first showed me like some 411 videos. But like okay, the first skate video that I bought that I think I can remember buying is probably... It's either... Oh man! Oh, it was a uh, either chomp on this or shorty's guilty. One of those two. My dude, I might have started. Early, you know what? I started skating earlier than twelve because I'm thinking about. I remember skating on my tenth birthday and shit. Like fulfill the dream was my first. Bro, I love that's one. Of, that's one of my favorite videos to this day. Same. Like that shit introduced me not just to skating but to hip hop. Yeah, in a big way, bro. The the whole shorty's team vibe, bro, was like. That was my favorite. Like, Same. like right here in my in my studio here at the barracks, I have a sh- uh, the guilty. Of yeah, VHS. I saw it. I yeah. saw it over there. I yeah. remember when that shit dropped. 
I was talking, dude. Fucking Brandon Turner called me on the phone the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, bro. He's so dope. He's dope as fuck. Yeah. And I was like, you, you know how crazy this is for me talking to you on yeah. the phone right now. You know what I mean? Like this is wild. I met him. He came out here the other day, and uh, I met him for the first time. And I was like, I don't really ever get like starstruck with anybody, really. Yeah. yeah. But I was kind of spazzing out a little bit because I was like, oh, bro, like he was one of my favorites from Fulfill the Dream and from from uh, Guilty. Yeah. And I, just, I got super hyped and. uh He's actually going to be on a Barracks Gaming episode. I'm super hyped about that. But oh, he's bro, got it too. He, he raps too, and he's dope. Oh, he raps too? Yes. What? I didn't know he rapped. Dog, he sent me some songs. I mean, he has some songs out, so I already knew that he did, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know if he was like active. But then he sent me some songs, and they're fire. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, super yeah, dope. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask like, him I don't want to show like, you without him giving yeah, me the I'll okay, him, but like, you got to <laughs> check him out because it's dope, dude. Hell yeah. That's why I'm saying like, when I was saying earlier, it'd be dope if you had like, if there was some sort of recording studio, because I feel like there are a lot of, there's a lot of crossover, a lot yeah. of, you know, skaters skate that rap like, or rappers. Skateboarding skate. is very urban. Yeah. So you got like this, it's very natural for hip hop to be infused with skateboard, but like going back to fulfill the dream, like their, their vibe definitely was super heavy hip hop. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, I, I would say Shorty's team, like fulfill the dream and guilty also for a long time made me feel like, man, like, this is the perfect combination, hip hop and skateboarding. That's probably why you fuck with Chomp on this too. Yeah, like I fuck with Chomp on this because I'm like, this, I get Jamie Thomas with a three six mafia song. No, no, it was a it was a true song. It was a Master P and was true. It? Yeah, oh my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Master yeah, yeah. P. It was a hootie hoo. Yep, exactly. Yeah, bro, I know. And he, What's he gonna do? <laughs> that shit. Like I was like, I get. This is like every because Jamie Thomas was my shit, but every time I'm with like and it was like parts, the rock shit, was, and I, yeah. I I which I dig, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got into, but I'm like, you're gonna he, give me Jamie he, Thomas on some there, rap shit like, with the fucking gold teeth? <laughs> Let's go! Yeah, that shit was fire, man. Yeah, man, that was that was that was super fire. So okay, so you got into it probably slightly before, yeah, because I fulfilled the dream came out in '98, I believe, maybe '99, um, and yeah, I started when I was 12 around 2001, so guilty was barely about to come out but i was okay. already watching some of the shorties footage and then i watched fulfill the dream after i saw guilty and i gotcha. still but I, to this day i still love I, I still have the fulfill the dream dvd when they re-released it because that was hard i think i had the vhs yeah. somewhere in, in my shit but see that's that was the thing about the shorties team too is that there was a time especially like skating became very rock influenced yeah uh, which I was into, like I'll fucking yeah, I'll, I, I'll I fuck love with some too. Iron Maiden yeah. and some, you know what I mean. Some uh, I got introduced to, to so much music through yeah. skate videos. You know what I mean, like Same. I remember I used to watch the credits. Yeah, to, like, yeah. The, like what song is that? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, I remember like Jim Ge Greco in the Baker video having uh, like Crimson Clover, like shit like that, like shit. I was like, bro, mind blown yep. on on these things. And but. Those are like songs I would fuck with in this in the video, you know what I mean? And I would maybe throw on like a, a mixtape if I was like burning CDs. Yeah. But my culture, like the shit I always gravitated to, was hip hop. Same. And it was this weird thing. Remember when it was like skaters versus bladers type shit back yeah. in the day? Like, <laughs> I love skating and I love skate culture, but all the like bladers in my school listened to like hip hop. And so it was like this weird. I was like, where the fuck do I belong? Because I'm like, I don't fuck with that. But <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it was dope to have a team that like, that's why I always fuck with Brandon Beeble too. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like 
Everybody's he wearing skinny a, jeans. He has such a fresh <laughs> hip hop vibe. Bro. Yeah, when everybody's wearing skinny jeans and fucking baggy ass, you know, clothing. I remember, I remember, uh, he dressed baggy ass clothing yeah. as opposed to everybody else. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I fuck with this. Yeah, but still, it is really hard to skate in baggy. Like, you know what's crazy, man? For me, it's the opposite. Really? Uh, I used to dress extremely baggy. Like I'm a small dude, bro. Like I'm like barely five five and a half. I'm uh -huh. a, ultimate. Like right now, I have a knee injury, so I, I put on a little weight because I haven't been able to skate, but. uh generally i'm like a pretty slim dude i would wear 40 size 40 men's what insane bro like mc the hammer fuck? level yeah that's crazy yeah i would like float in the air because it was so much air <laughs> would, would build up in there but it was insane like i went Dog, so you're like a 34 maybe 32 yeah <laughs> yeah 32 and uh at the time probably in, uh, when i was in high school i was like 30 and i would rock yeah. 40 baggy fit yeah. And then I would rock. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm a shit. size small. Like right now, shirt wise, I'm wearing a size small. Yeah. I would. Jankos. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. What was it? J it was Janko. J Jinko. Jinko. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, I used to rock those. And, I never uh, owned a pair, but yeah. I saw them. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, and uh, but eventually, like when I ended up getting like you know like the Fat Farm and the and the whatever other like the hip hop brands were. Yeah. But shirt wise, I would rock double X. And I, like it was insane, bro. It was like damn, you were just a walking yeah, garment. Like, like I wanted to be like okay, baggy <laughs> clothing is in. I wanted to go further. You're just swimming in cotton. Yeah, I was denim. like, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I was, I was rocking snuggies before snuggies were a thing. That's so funny. <laughs> but uh, I grew up skating. How did you like skate that? in that with all just like in the wind? It no, would you just know fucking crazy? blow like it a actually, cape. It gave me so much freedom. Like my legs can move, and I was like a pretty agile dude. So like I would like. It's almost it. like you're not wearing anything. That's because what it felt like. like just yeah, minus the forty inside. pounds of thick jeans, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. But but uh, freedom, like arms, legs, like. So when I started dressing with like smaller clothes, I couldn't skate. Like yeah. like I was so I, I to this day if I like the pants I'm wearing now I can't skate in that now I have to like skate in basketball shorts because like the like what I wear now doesn't feel good when I skate. Yeah. Um. Like I, I filmed like this little part here for the barracks, like the, the little piece on the who is the hyphenate thing. And I had like some clips that I had to film and I was rocking like I had to wear like uh, some pants that were like more stretchy. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, because I was like, I bro, like it's too, yeah, man, I was like, I, I can't I couldn't I can't move in these jeans anymore. Um, but yeah, man, like Brandon Beeble, hu huge influence. Um, who are some of your other big skaters that used to watch? That you were like, damn, like this is this is the culture that I attach to. I mean, I was always I mean, Chad Muscat was like my number one for, yeah. for a long time. Peter Smolik was my favorite skater. Peter Smolik was my favorite on Fulfill the Dream. But after that video, Muscat became my favorite. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I just, his style, like, yeah. he's still like, even on social media, like, I fucking love that dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Such a dope vibe. Yeah. That, that dude is just an artist. Yeah. And you know what like, I mean? The shit he, he, he draws. always had like this positive vibe to him. Yeah. I just, I fuck with him. Uh, I mean, I was always a big Andrew Reynolds fan. Yep. Remember when Andrew Reynolds went from baggy to, yeah. to like he, in the birdhouse video? Really baggy. Yeah, in the birdhouse video, and he also had one of the dopest skate songs ever. He had that DJ Shadow mm -hmm. thing on "This Is the End," and I was this like, the end. "That right. was like the dopest yeah, man. shit." I still like rock that song from time to yep. time. I mean, Andrew Reynolds, uh, PJ Ladd, uh, P Rod. When the DC video came out. Do you remember the DC video? I, I think, don't. Oh, okay, that one. Uh, I think Josh Kalis had, uh, I think it was his part, had uh, Gangstar in it. And it was just like, oh, didn't so he dope. always have Gangstar? Like in the Alien Workshop video, you know too? What, now that I think about it. A lot of people use Gangstar in yeah. their skate videos, yeah. which was dope. Yep. Uh, but like, yeah, the, like 
I got into the ba- Baker crew pretty big later on too. Yeah. So I was super into everyone. Like Brayden Safransky was from Vegas. Oh, sick. Uh, yeah. So he was like, a, you know, I was huge into him. And he's like the homie now, which is awesome too. Shout out to Brayden Safransky. It's the dude. Um, yeah. I mean, Jeff Rally, Art of Sorry. Yeah. Like, Man. So yeah. Like, yeah. We grew up around the same time frame of like, the, and those are such amazing videos. Like at that incredible. time frame, they were just dropping bangers after bangers. So you started skating. Uh, what was your skating like? Were you taking it very serious, or were you kind of just like messing around with the homies? Like, how involved did you get with skateboarding? I mean, where I lived, in my circle of friends, like skating completely took over. Yeah. So that was my life. Like I was never great at skating, but it was my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? We skated every day. Yep. We filmed every day. Yep. I bought a fucking fish eye. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it, it, it was. We we're either at the skate park or at the skate or riding a bus to the skate spot. Yep. Whatever the fuck it was, and that was for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? My entire like middle school, high school years was was completely. That was it. You know what I'm saying? Do you still have any footage or any clips? Dog, I should. I I don't have. I'd have to find them. Like back in the day, we started. Like there was a time where we shifted from just only skating to as I think most kids did back then to like CKY type shit. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? So I have a lot of like footage of that, that I think one of my <laughs> homies has, cause we used to just do dumb shit, <laughs> dumb shit, fucking, uh, whatever shopping carts or jumping right. off shit or whatever and yeah. mix skating in with it. But I think that's what everybody did back. Like if you were, that was, that was, if you were trip, a yeah. male <laughs> skater, <laughs> skater in that, you know, few Era, years, yep. that's the shit you were doing. That's the shit everybody was doing. Yep. Uh, so I might have some, footage somewhere if i go back and look before we started uh the podcast you started uh you were telling me um you had gotten to skateboarding and then you fell into drugs and that yeah. kind of like took you away from skateboarding yeah i mean i got i got heavy into drugs when i was young and yeah that i mean if whatever addiction you're serving at whatever time that you know i didn't give a fuck about anything so skating yeah. was the last thing on my mind so it, was, um, it just you just kind of threw it out the door yeah yeah, I just completely stopped and got heavy into pills and oxycotton and, and shit like that. And uh, yeah, skating just went to the wayside completely. Yeah. But I say all that to say, like, I had stopped skateboarding, but I was You're always, still a part of the culture. Like, like that, that still lives in you. Like I can tell yeah. just from talking to you, like, like your level of involvement and your enthusiasm for skateboarding to me is like you'll for, you're a skater at heart forever. Oh, for sure. And that's why, like, even when I stopped, even when I was heavy in a drug, even when I was doing, like, I was always maintaining, keeping up with what was going on and still fucking, you know, watching shit. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, was it, were you like, a, like an addict or? You yeah, just, full okay. blown. I was on heroin at, by, by the end of, you know, daily heroin user. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was like, you have one of two choices. Yeah. Jail, rehab. I went to rehab with no intention of actually staying sober for any extended period of time just to do it so you don't go to jail yeah and to get like the heat off my back and and all this shit um but you know thankfully ended up being able to to figure some shit out in there and stay sober since then and once i got in yeah so you're like 32 now so that was like uh damn okay so that was like 14 years on 15 yeah coming up on 15 and and since then you've stayed drug free yeah Wow, that's amazing, bro. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That's incredible. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So many people relapsed, especially in their twenties. Um, well, this is like cool shit to me. Like even when, 
like and then you know once once i got sober after a couple of years i got really heavy into music i was like all right now i feel like i can do whatever i want to do you know what I mean? You what, free? what is it? It felt free. Yeah. yeah. And I want to, ex- and I still need to express, I need an outlet now. Yeah. You know, so I found music and, uh, got so heavy into music and hip hop scene and making it. That was the one time in my life where skating did get kind of put to the wayside. Like I completely was engulfed in music. It's all yeah. I gave a fuck about. Oh yeah. So we were talking earlier about, um, before the podcast started about having to kind of let other things give other things less time yeah. to really focus on something to really make that thing grow yeah. and really, really make it move. Uh, and so that's what you've done with music, right? Lately, yeah. like for how many years now it's been, music is the priority over everything and that gets the most amount of your attention, but that's what's required in order for you to have success um, for the most part. I mean, yeah. some people can make it the slow way, you know, giving a bunch of attention, but it takes longer. Yeah. You know, so um, I seeing all the progress that you've been having, like, I saw you you have a newer song that just hit 50k streams. You got uh I, I was checking out your music. You have quite a few songs that have millions of plays. Like yeah. definitely it seems like things are going in a great upward trajectory mm-hmm. for you in music. Uh seems like a, a good choice to kind of give the majority of your time into to music. I mean, yeah, I can't like at some point you have to kind of figure out like what what do I want to do and what could I pot like I never thought that music was gonna actually work out the way it has but I knew I loved it and I knew I'm, I'm going to be making it forever. I'm probably just always going to be working this two jobs, serving tables and making music at the same time. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like if I was working two jobs and the little time I did have went to music cause that's where I found my passion and that's what I really wanted to do. And that's what I fucking got obsessed with. And so it's like, it was all, all systems go yeah. for music. And that was for, for years with nothing happening. So what got you into wanting to make music? Do you, you skate it? And you kind of stopped skating. You've always been a fan of music, but kind of what was the thing that said like, oh man, like I want to try this music thing. I want to try writing rhymes. Like where did that come from? Well, here's the thing. It's interesting. Like I, I, I always liked writing. Always liked the self-expression. And I've known, like I've looked at this later in life. Like why did I gravitate towards skating and not towards team sports, towards basketball and shit? There's something about individual self-expression. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what skating is yeah. like. I don't need anybody else to do it. I can, I can hop on this board. I can do whatever I want. Nobody can tell me what to do. Nobody can tell me when to do it, how to do it. I'll do whatever fuck I want, wherever I want. You know what I mean? And, and there's, there's like, no, there's also like, you don't have to depend on someone else to do it. Exactly. Like you could do it without having to wait for someone else. Exactly. And hip hop was the same thing to me. Like I always loved writing and I was like, I wonder if I could make a song. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was one of those things. I don't need a band. I don't need anyone to tell me what to do. I can find a beat and it's just individual self-expression. To me, it's that same sort of, you know, uh, of feeling that I'm drawn towards, you know, that I need to express myself and that's where I found it. And I was always like massive into at that point in the hip hop, like underground, that that was my shit. Like mine too. Atmosphere, Jedi Mind Tricks, Sage Bro. Francis, Gangstar, hundred <laughs> percent, fucking Army of the Pharaohs, too. Apathy, like all that shit. Like that was what I. That was everything to me. Same. Um, and then those are literally still the playlists that I have to this day. Have those artists. Same. I also feel like the person I was when I was thirteen is the person I will be the rest of my life. <laughs> if I if I really look at it and I'm and I'm not afraid of being judged by other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my playlist is all like pop punk shit, punk rock shit and underground hip hop. Like yeah. that's 
what it was when I was 13. That's what the fuck it is now. That's still the shit I like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same. Whatever. Yep. Uh, so, and, and I was into like punk rock shit, and all, but I was like, I, I don't know. I don't want to play a fucking instrument. I don't want to have a band. I just want to do this. Yeah. You know, and I didn't want to tell anybody. You know what I mean? Because there's that, there's always that, that judgment that you have to deal the with other judgment, people. Especially with being a rapper. Yep. If you're like, I'm starting a band, people are like, good for you. If you're like, I'm going to be a rapper, it's ah, like the yeah, meme. It's really, a fucking meme. Yeah, yep. You know? <laughs> so I didn't want to tell anybody about it, but I could do it by myself. I had some shit I needed to get off my chest. I, I had some things I wanted to say. And so it sort of began. And I found it was like the first thing, because even skating didn't come naturally to me. Yeah. You know, it never really did. Like, I, I, I was decent, but it took a long time for me to get decent. Music was the one thing I sat down and just like made sense. Like the, the, it just added up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, it made sense to me. And so it, it's, I was like, maybe I should just try this out. And I showed it to a couple of people. They thought it was cool. So I just kind of started running with it. Yeah. You know? And, and, uh, how long ago was that when you started to kind of just go? It was like 10 years ago. What was, uh, do you still have your first song? I don't have it. No. But do you remember what it was? I would, if I thought about it really hard, I could probably think of it. Um, fuck. Well, I, give me a minute. I where where did you record it? My brother's house. My brother was making beats at the time. My okay. older brother. Sick, sick. And he was like uh, doing some music stuff. So I think maybe that also made me be like, oh, I could do this. If you can yeah. do it, I could probably figure it out. Yeah. You know? And uh, that was about 10 years ago. When when would you say was that time that you were like, oh, damn, I think I have some potential here? I think I've had a series of those over over the years. Yeah. You know, it's like being an artist. You'd be like, oh, I think I have potential here. And then next week, you'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then six months later, be like, I think I'm figuring this yeah. out. And then a year later, you're like, I can't believe I thought I had to figure it figured out two years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it's like, I mean, yeah, looking back, you always see like, oh shit, like I'm a, a million times better than where I was. And now how did I think that was even dope? Good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a, like a series but, of what those was the moments. first one that kind of gave you like motivation to be like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to really see this through. I did a song for, uh, for like a, a challenge. It was like a, a rap challenge thing mm-hmm. from, I don't know if you know, what futuristic is. Yeah. Uh, he had a rap challenge and, I, I was working with these producers and they kind of shelved me and I was like to this point where I was back by myself and didn't know what I was going to do and what I should write about. And I, I, there was this rap challenge with this beat and I was like, I'm just going to write about the shit I want to write about. I'm just going to have fun with it. And I wrote about all the shit I like. I wrote about skating. I wrote about movies and comic books and all the shit that I'm into and put it out and it did better than anything I've ever put out you know what i mean this is back when like facebook was popping yeah i put out and it, like didn't go viral but it like blew up yeah and i didn't win that contest but like i got a lot of listeners on spotify and i sold a lot of the songs and shit Sick. and i was like okay and that's the, i have this like series called free verse and so that was my first free verse gotcha and it was my first time of having positive feedback, feedback. from being me yeah you know what I mean? Not having it was like you were just you didn't really have to try try. You got a response from people liking you and liking what you're talking about, as opposed to like let me make the content that people want to hear. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I like comic books, I like skating, I like Star Wars and shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was like, I'm just gonna 
talk about the shit that I like. That's sick. And it, I'm about to check that track out. Sounds it did dope. well. Well, I mean, you got like the the but I, I have a Mandalorian track. I flipped the Mandalorian theme too. Sick on some shit. I have an Endgame track. We flipped the Avengers theme. Dope. And did that. Uh, I have a whole DC supervillain song. That I, I heard that one on the way here. The Suicide Squad track. Yeah, yeah. That track is hard, bro. Oh, thank yeah, you, like, bro. Um, I, I've 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 always even when I started even when I sucked was like always making the metaphors similes like all the references to the things that I like same thing comic yeah. books wrestling I'm a big wrestling fan too okay. um everything like all that stuff cartoons uh but yeah like I'm a big comic book nerd so yeah. I've had like a bunch of Marvel bars yeah, yeah throughout the years same um but yeah you have this track called Suicide Squad which is all DC. Which is sick. Well, that's why, because I was I was always doing like Marvel shit, and I yeah. but Marvel was always popping. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the shit that I was into at the time. And yeah. we did the Endgame one, and that one like blew up. Um, and then I don't know. Do you know who Boss Logic is? He does a lot of like on social media. He's fucking incredibly talented. He does like all the artwork for the posters for all the movie oh, studios and shit. Super dope. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, he found me back when I did the end game thing and we were talking for a while and I was like, we should make a song and he would always send me lyrics for stuff that he was doing. I'm like, let's make a fucking super villain. Like everybody's been asking me to do a fucking DC one. So like, let's do it. And so we just did a co-write. I wrote the first verse. He wrote the second verse and like did all that kind of stuff. So shout out to boss logic, but that one was dope. And yeah, we did the Mandalorian one and I just did a Loki one where we flipped the Loki theme sick on some shit like well, that's dope. Yeah, I I do. I remix theme songs all the time. Like I saw that when yeah. I was looking at your Spotify. I was yeah. like, oh, this is dope. I was like, you did the book of Boba Fett. That's one we were talking about doing. Uh, I think the other one we want to do is the I keep them pretty simple. Though. I don't get too crazy <laughs> with mine. Mine are really kind of like try to keep them as as natural as they are. Like like I've heard some like dope remixes from people where they're like they like really change it up a little and like mm. kind of give it a whole fresh vibe, which which is awesome. I kind of keep mine simple. Um, it's they sound like the theme song just yeah, with like drum tracks, the real essence like, of drum it. tracks and so you know like that. But um, I gotta check yours out too, man, because like yeah, like I love the I did the Mandalorian one, and but I, I've listened to so many other people's remixes and they sound so dope, man. I just it, it has so much like flexibility. Yeah, like it's it's so dope when I hear other people's interpretations of them. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I've done the Office, I've That's done Dexter, like. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm a nerd too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sick that you that you do that too, man. I'm a, I can't wait to check yours out. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, man. Uh, I think the other one I want to do is the new Batman theme because that shit dropped. That shit's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, fire. We gotta flip this. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. That's hard, man. What yeah. uh, what was the first one that you did? You said you've been you had like done tracks mentioning Marvel and mentioning these things that you like was the first one that you really mentioned that stuff that the song you're talking about in that yeah, contest yeah, yeah. before that you hadn't really mentioned stuff like that. Not really. No, I don't think so. No, that's that's dope, man. Yeah, I like I, I like when I hear hard bars, but then I also like when I like you hear a bar of like, oh, you got to ha have some knowledge of like this movie or this. Yeah, show. and I fuck with ones when it's like deep cuts, deep cuts shit. like yeah. there's a Bill Finger line in that Suicide Squad track and I'm like, if anybody gets that, like that's fire. Or there's like when I did the Mandalorian one, there's like uh <clears throat> basically the line is is I don't even remember what it is. Uh something about cause in Rogue are you Star Wars nerd? Yeah. Huge. So you know in like Rogue One, the Vader scene at the end of Rogue yep. One was done in the reshoots. Yeah. Like so I drop a line that like alludes to that being in re like yeah, some shit like that. And I was like, if you get that, like, I fuck. But you gotta, you gotta know that. The yeah, you gotta really know it. for that film. Yep, exactly. That's sick, bro. But I like to hide like some deep cuts, Easter eggs. Yeah, in the nerd, like that's a small aspect of what I do. Like this right. one piece, but like 
I like to have it to where it's like some real Easter egg shit. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's dope. Yeah, I, I used to do this series on YouTube. I haven't done it in a long time. I probably should bring it back. But I used to do this series called Between the Lines, where I would break down my lyrics from, especially like more like the lyrical battle tracks. Like those mm. have a lot of like metaphors and similes and stuff. Because um, I was like, I have to break it down to you if you're not in this, if you yeah, don't yeah. know it. Um, I should bring that back. But you maybe you should do something like that too. Because yeah. I, I think... I've caught like I haven't heard all your songs, but I've heard a good amount of your songs, and I've caught a bunch of references and metaphors and stuff like that. I'm like, oh shit! Like I know you're talking. Oh, that's dope. Oh, yeah. that's fresh. Uh, but yeah, like to the people that are not into those cultures, like they 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 just it's over their head. It's still dope because it still rhymes or it still like hits the flow. Yeah, and there's even stuff where I'm like, I'm surprised a song like that does so well because I'm like, how many people really know what the fuck I'm talking about? I guess a lot. You know what I mean? Maybe I don't. Well, I feel like give now, enough credit. Like, you know what I mean? To how many like nerd people. culture is like now pop culture. Like yeah, it's absolutely. now become like popular to to everyone. Yeah. Like now you have like you know before it was very separated where like that's nerdy, that's not dope. Yeah. Or that's you know, but like now you got the nerdy stuff being what's dope. <laughs> exactly. Which is, which is pretty cool. You know, I I I like it. I like yeah, when it's too. I like having that stuff that I'm into be appreciated by more people now. Yeah. So now sure. I now people understand more of my references. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I quote movies too all the time. So it's like when people like catch my quotes, I'm like, oh, dope. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that for sure. So then uh, what was like the first song that really, really took off for you that was like, oh, damn, like things are about to change. I did a song called free verse three. So I did my free verse one, like within a year I did free verse one, free verse two, free verse three, maybe within a year, year and a half. And they all like one was crushed more than the next. And when I did this free verse three, one that shit like was my first like viral thing. It went like viral on Facebook. And that was the first time where I was like, Oh shit. Like it's not like quit your job type shit, but I was like, yeah, yo, okay. I can start now I can start building off of this. Yeah. Like it created like a foundation where if I don't fuck this up, if I can try and stay consistent, continually putting stuff out, like I can try and build a, a yeah. fan base out of this. Um, I did that. And then I did a song called pickle Rick and that was like, that's my biggest, that's like that shit went crazy. Um, and so those two songs really, Oh, and I did a song called Dodgery at the same time. So it was like all these different, like this Pickle Rick was a super nerd rap thing. The Free Verse 3 one was like this more uh, just harder rap shit. And then this Dodgery was a six and a half minute song that I wrote about this girl that was sexually abused in high school. Like, so it was like these three completely separate yeah. things that I put out all within a short period of time that all hit kind of like three completely different audiences and That's all sick. did well in their respective places and put me in this weird spot where I'm always where I've lived where it's like all right like how do I service all these people because I don't know if this They're person audiences like this for I don't know if this person fucks with this comic shit or yeah. this person probably doesn't fuck with this, you know what I mean so it's like this trying to acquiesce and and kind of blend with every but that's kind of me though you know what yeah. i mean like if i would look at my personality it's like like emotional shit hard shit and like nerd shit like there i am like yeah. fucking you know what i mean so Bro, I, I feel that 100 percent. when i was making music to this day i make so much different music like same vibe as you like uh in regards to not being limited mm -hmm. and being like hey like i'm gonna do a song about this and i'm gonna flip around and do a song about this and they, they're not even in the same realm really um, 
And I remember people used to tell me all the time, like, hey, man, just just stick to like st- uh, like a lane. To a lane. Yeah, and it's like, <clears throat> but nah, like I want to spit a storytelling track. Then I want to do this battle rap track. Then I want to do this turn up track, like this mainstream thing. And yeah. Like then I want to do a remix of a theme song. Then like people are like, nah, 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 like stop doing that. But if I feel I don't know about you, but I can't do the same type of music back to back. Like once I drop like a deep emotional song, I don't want to do another deep emotional song for a few months. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel I have to go and do something different, whether it's a turn up or, or you know, battle rap or whatever. But like I get tired of trying to pigeonhole myself mm-hmm. and then it frustrates me and it makes me like not have fun making the music. Um, but I think that's really dope and I respect when I see people not let themselves get pigeonholed. So that's really dope that you don't let yourself get forced into a pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've realized it more even now because now I'm I'm switching it up again. Like I did a whole rock record Sick. that I'm gonna drop. You know what I mean? But I can only go where my where my passion and my enthusiasm takes me. Right. You know. So it's like if that's in in a in a in like some crazy rap shit, then that's where it's gonna be. And if yeah. it's in some super emotional shit like the last few songs have been dropping, that's where the fuck is gonna be. Yeah. If it's on some rock shit, that's where it's gonna like I can only go where my passion takes me because yeah. that's the only way I'm making songs. Like yeah. I I wasn't writing rap. I got so sick of writing rap songs. I'm like, same shit, same case, same. I'm talking about the same shit. Like I have different things I need to say that I don't feel like I can say through this medium. Right. So where can I find, because at the end of the day, this is for me. Right. You know what I mean? The music is for me. Yeah, like I your, love. It's your art, your expression, your outlet, like you said earlier. Yeah. Like I have amazing fans and I love that. And obviously like, it's the music is for them too. But like at the end of the day, I do this because I have some shit I need to say and I enjoy doing it. Right. And so if I'm not enjoying it, then what's the fucking point? And it's nice. like, I have to live with these songs. You don't right. have to live with these songs. How are you going to tell me what I can and what lane I should stay in? Cause you don't fucking get it. Right. You know what I mean? Cause your brain is too small to understand <laughs> that an artist can have a song like this and a song like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? The people are multifaceted. The people have different sides. Right. Like, I'm like, you get in your car, you only listen to one type of music. Right. It's like, that's not true. Ever? Yeah. No one does. You know what I mean? No. You get in your car and you... The idea that an artist has to do, like, be like that, it's like, but I know you watch a different type of movie than, you know, this time and you go, like... Yeah. Consumers are allowed to consume whatever they want, but, like, from, from, like, these, like, very opinionated fans or even just people on comments... Critics. They think... Yeah, critics they <clears throat> expect that artists are not allowed to. It's like, what? Yeah, it's like, oh, I didn't do what you expected me to do, yeah. so inherently it's not okay. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? If it's good, it's good. Facts. If I can make a good song, if I can make a, a, an acoustic song where I don't rap at all, and I think it's fucking good, and I fuck with it, mission, sure mission accomplished, like dog. Yeah. If I like it, mission accomplished. Yeah, I, at I, that I, point, I don't give a fuck if you like it. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I did what be. I wanted. I made yeah. a song I like. I used to have uh, some people in the comments that would be like, hey, we like this. Give us more of this. We don't care about this. I'm like, well, just don't listen to this one and just tune back (laughs) in when I give you the one you want. I've thought a lot that if fans always got what they wanted, there would be no innovation. Facts. Yeah, yeah. You just be in the same. And it goes for me too because I'm like, I'm not exempt from that. I have bands like AFI is one of my favorite bands all time. 
and i remember i was into afi when they were like super punk rock and when they were like super hardcore and then they drop a mainstream album and i was like what the fuck is this yeah like what have you done with my band type <laughs> yeah. shit you know what i mean and it took a few years for me to have like a nuanced opinion and be like let me listen to this just let me pretend this isn't this band yeah and let me listen to it and do i like it and it's like one of my favorite albums oh crazy you know what i mean and then the album after that drops and I'm like, well, why doesn't this sound like <laughs> yeah, the yeah. one I didn't like at first? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I do the same thing. I, all right, let me just listen to it like it's yeah. not the same. And then I, I'm like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. this different thing. It's like, yeah, our tastes don't stay the same. Right, right. I don't listen to the same yeah, shit Some all music time. is an acquired taste. You have to like give it a few, you know, try it a few times to be yeah. like, oh, you know, this is cool. And then some of it you just won't ever like. Like I have some some of my favorite artists that they drop certain albums and like, the one album was like, oh, I liked ninety percent of the tracks, and then the next album, ninety percent of the tracks I didn't like. But yeah. there's a track that I did like. I'll add that to my playlist. Yeah, and it's just like the the artists don't have to make sure that you like every song that they ever put out. Well, I think that's when it comes down to like, are you a fan of the artist, or are you a fan of these songs that he made? Right, it's a big difference. Because if you're a fan of the artist, chances are, if the artist is remaining true to themselves you will enjoy whatever they make or you'll at least understand it. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Understanding, like, I think is a, is a, cause that's like, you can appreciate, you can, yeah. like, I, I, I can appreciate certain songs. I'm like, Oh, that's a pretty good song, but it's not a high replay value for me. I'm not going to add it to my playlist, but even a lot of those times it's like, like a, a day to remember, for instance, like their newest album got mad shit on. Cause it's like super poppy. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, you can, it's like, you feel like they're not, and I'm not, I don't know, like, and I don't, I'm not, I, the consensus is like, this doesn't feel like they're being genuine mm. because if you're being genuine, it shouldn't really matter like what direction you go in. If, if I like you, I'm probably going to fuck with what you're making. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think people just need to chill. <laughs> just chill. Listen, people just, need to just let artists be artists yeah. and like, like what you like. And, and if there's something you don't like, just tune out of that one, tune back in when they have the next piece. Or in like, yeah, like maybe if you don't like it, just, you know, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? There you go. That's the answer. <laughs> like if you, if you don't, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. But the other thing that's is if, if you don't like something, it doesn't mean it's bad. That's the other thing. Yeah. And that's something I've tried to take out of my vocabulary for years too. It's like, if I don't like something being like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. But it does. It's just like, it's not for me. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like. Yep. If you make, if I go to a restaurant, it's like the greatest chef on the planet. I don't like scallops. You know what I mean? So if yeah. you make some of scallops, it's not bad. Like it. yeah. It's just not for me. Yep. You know what I mean? I can't, but I'm going to be like, oh, this shit's trash and then tell a bunch of people this place sucks. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's, just, it's not your, it's not for you. Yeah, it's not my taste. Yeah. But someone will like it. Yeah, I think, I think that's like the biggest thing that I think people need to, to, to work on. All of us included, myself too, because it's like, and, and I've worked on that as well because I used to say that all the time like, oh, underground hip-hop is the only, the only real hip-hop. Everything else is whack. But yeah, it's yeah. like... I had I, that I, idea. But I, but I was like, I find myself liking some <laughs> club tracks. I'm like, that, that song gets me hyped. The yeah. lyrics are trash. I can say wholehearted... Like, factually, the lyrics are garbage because you can measure, you know, good lyrics for the most part. But it's got a dope vibe. It's got a dope cadence. Yeah. Overall, it's a dope track. So like... That's now, like a nuanced thing though. Like... If you're out there, if you're a hater, try this. <laughs> Go to something that you inherently think you don't like and try to find something, 
try to understand why other people like it. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of shit like, and I'll even dive more and more into like mainstream rap, but like Young Thug is like, that's like an extreme example of some shit where I'm like, I don't get this. Mm -hmm. But then I'll listen and be like, what do people like about it? Like, let me, because someone likes something there. You know what I mean? So can I figure out what there is to like about this for me? Yeah. And if this is where also where, you know, the music culture is going, what can I find in here that I can relate with? that I can do and maybe incorporate into my own sound. Yep. You know what I mean? Find things to like instead yeah. of just hating on everything because then you just become some bitter fucking dinosaur and yeah, nobody likes yeah, that shit. Yeah, like music was only good in my day. Yeah. All this like, new music is go- like If there's any auto-tune, up. fuck it automatically. I'm like, <laughs> I used to think like that, but now I'm like... Some of it's dope. Some auto-tune's fire, dude. Yeah. Some of that shit sounds <laughs> yeah. dope. You know what? I like to use it on my voice sometimes. Yeah. It just sounds fresh. Like it's a new tool in the toolbox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, man, I agree completely. What are you working on right now? Uh, I'm just releasing singles right now, like every two, three weeks. Damn. Videos. So your consi- your consistency level with your music is is where it should be for for real serious artists. Like, I, I have a lot of friends, and myself included, man. I'm doing so many things sometimes. That I'm like, oh man, I I don't even I blink, and it's like three months, and I haven't released a track. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I haven't like I don't even notice that time flies like that. Yeah. But, uh, I'm trying to like I'm doing so many different things that it takes away my time and it's hard to, to to maintain that consistency. But like I tell like my other friends who are are more focused on the music, I'm like, why why have you not dropped a track in over a month? Mm-hmm. Like if that's your main thing and I don't really see you doing anything else, why what are you doing? What are you waiting for? Yeah. Um. So that that's really dope that you're dropping music that consistency with that consistent. Um. With you, you dropping singles, are you trying to do any albums or like for me, I'm kind of like completely over albums now. Now mm-hmm. I'm just like singles all the time maybe an album here and there once in a while but it seems to me like singles are the way to go is that are you doing it like purposely or is it just because you just have tracks and you don't want to hold on to them oh no i mean i do i try and do everything with a purpose uh i stole my model from uh my homie chris webby i don't know if you know yeah, chris yeah. webby um i was on tour with him and he's had massive success and music's a thing and i don't know if a lot of places are like this but uh, or like industries or whatever it's really like as simple as what are you doing that's working and i'm going to incorporate that you know what i'm saying yeah 100 percent. not even in a biting way but as far as like a release like what are you doing that's working you yeah, know like algorithmically it's, it's learning and, studying and, and like see in hip-hop I, I feel like biting is really like when you're trying to imitate someone and be them and try and without giving any credit yeah to me that's biting but like if you are a student of the game exactly. and you're implementing things that work that are still true to you that's that's you doing what you would do in any industry exactly yeah so when it comes to that i just talked to webby i was like what what are you doing yeah you know it's like he he drops every two weeks but every single is towards an album and so you get so what i started doing is my last two albums i would draw i dropped every two to three weeks for however long until I got to, I want to say 15 or 16 singles. And then I dropped the album with like 20 songs. Okay. So I add five to six brand new songs and then take everything that I've dropped up till then and put it out as a collection of complete album. Because people still do fuck with albums and I think people still do need... Without even like thinking of it that way, but that's what I've done. I've dropped singles and then I do package them into an album and then add another song or two. Yeah. But yeah, that's brilliant. Because you do and need like, to have the collection. I, I, I like people. that you're like I like your your like your time frame though. Like I've done mine just like sporadically like, oh I've dropped like seven, eight tracks. Let me bundle that into an album mm-hmm. and add a track or two. But I I love that what you guys are doing. Like 
every two weeks or every, you know whatever that schedule is and then adding like a set number of tracks to make it that's dope yeah i mean and i do everything you might have to bite your shit <laughs> do, like i know like webby wasn't the first person to do it and right. i wasn't the first person to to look no, and like see that, that and do it you know what i mean it's really dope but then like but still everything has like a um an overarching you know theme or look you know what i mean like all my singles now have a certain look that I want them to have. It's these like Polaroid picture things. So that, do you do something like, like say for example, you have inspiration for a song that wouldn't fit that theme. Mm-hmm. Do you just save that song till that project's done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean the songs I'm dropping now are, I think numb is like no, a no, year but, and but, a half but, but What I mean is like, okay, let's say you have like your game plan, right? 15 tracks, one track every two weeks and then have another five, drop that album. But I'm I don't saying, have the full 15 going into it. Right. It's as they okay. So, but my question is, I guess you said like there is some type of theme overall. Yeah. Is it more on the visuals? Yes. Okay. Okay. So it's not yeah. so much about the content. No. Of the song. Okay. Gotcha. No, but like every artwork is the same. So if you're uh, going through my Spotify, you can see like, okay, this is an era. Apparently, uh, the next one, like, okay, this sick. was the era before. That's apparently, really dope. and then you know, I mean, it culminates in the album artwork that is reminiscent of all the single artwork type things. So that, you can, that, there's still like a, you know, a footpath, right, right? That's dope. That you know, you can, I've never thought of that or doing something like that. Um, I usually just drop my songs. Like they, they look different. They sound different. Everything is different. They just end up being in completely individual tracks, but that's actually really dope to be able to like create a theme visually where like, even if the songs are drastically different, they feel like they're a part of the same thing. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. Cause even you're looking at an album, you, you go through different, you know, the album should take you on a journey of different, right. you know I mean? Maybe a lot of albums are like same color, same feel. Mine really haven't been. Uh, this next one I have coming up absolutely is, but um, yeah, so I've just been dropping every two, three weeks and I have a whole completely separate record that I'm about to jump, start jumping into in a few weeks and just keep That's it sick, man. Moving. Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm hyped to hear all the, the new music you're about to drop. And uh, I still haven't listened to your entire catalog. I've heard quite a few songs, and uh, yeah, man, well, like, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that dope, though, man. Too. I think uh, I think that's been a big contribution to you know your your growth and your your success that continues to build. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, man. Much love on that and much respect. Uh, I'm uh, I'm definitely hyped. I'm hyped. I'm hyped for what you're doing, man. I'm hyped that it, Vic uh, connected us. Shout yeah, man. Vic, fucking man. shout out to. I'm bummed he's not out here. I've known that dude since the strange music days. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I met him. I actually, I met him at YouTube. So I have like multiple YouTube channels. One of my YouTube channels, uh, they used to have this thing called YouTube space LA, which was amazing. Once you hit 10,000 subscribers, yeah, yeah, right. you can use their that. facilities, like everything. Like they had like studios you could book out all the gear, lighting, everything, like literally tens of thousands of dollars worth of gear and studio space you could get for free just for being um, this YouTube partner with 10,000 subs or more. So one of my channels had hit 10K, and so I went, They had, you have to do an orientation. So he was there on behalf of Strange Music's YouTube channel. Oh, and dope, that's where dope. I met him, nice. and we connected. And he's been cool as hell ever since. Uh, he still lived out there for a long time. And uh, when he would, there were, there were like shows out here, or certain strange event things, he would just like send me an invite. Yeah. And then, uh, <clears> yeah, <throat> and he moved out here not too long ago. I had him on the podcast. Oh, dope. Um, yeah, cool ass dude, man. Yeah, because he hit me up and he was like, yo, I got, have you ever like done anything? I was like, no, but I watched that shit. Like, yeah. let's go. Because uh, uh, Barrett hit me up maybe like a year ago, maybe a little less than like a year ago because he was talking about like wanting me to come out and like host some one of the one of the battles at the barracks. Oh, sick. 
Yeah, I was like, yo, what the fuck? This is the craziest text I've ever got in my life. But um, like COVID shit, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was like all back and forth. So when he was like, you ever done anything Barracks? I was like, no, but I want to. Like, I watch the shit. Let's go. It's dope. Hell yeah. So I'm glad he put it together, man. It's awesome. Hell yeah, man. Well, let's wrap up this Dalmy podcast. We're about to get this Barracks Gaming episode going. Hey, man, thanks for coming through. Where can people Thank find you? Thank you, man. Uh, any social media, um, it's always at Echo Music. It's E-K-O-H Music. Hit me up. Hell yeah. Thank you guys for watching. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.